It's good to find dogs. Are you good? How you doing? Everything all right with you? Listen, I know I I need to get to this food oracle, but I say if I don't get to it by the end of today, I'm just going to have to push it until Friday. Those are a little bit different. I have to have the deck on me at the time I'm recording, and it's just easier for me to hop on and, and do my little diatribes. Is that a word? Um... But yeah, so if I don't get to it by the end of today, I'll just do it. Try to do it on Friday because I do love those. Um, but one of the things, you know, it's it's interesting to me. Um, if you're anything like me and we're part of this divine tribe and some of the stuff is energetic and some of it has to do with planetary placements, you're probably dealing with some element of jealousy, um, it, it you know whether it's in your family or in your from your friends or coworkers i'm and I, it's funny because sometimes you guys when i'm on this side of things there's some spiritual stuff like sometimes i get prompted to do it and i'm like nah nah it's just me or i'm not ready or or kind of like you know I won't use that analogy, but, and so then sure enough, I will start to see people addressing it and it's kind of like, okay, so, um, the best way that I can address it is, um, I had made a comment in another podcast talking about, um, your petty oracle and I, I kind of felt energetically like some people were going to be like, Patty, how can you be divine and petty? Listen, you can be divine and petty. A lot of you guys know know that I grew up Christian. I have made sure to remove myself, but I think that if if you want to get really spiritual with the talk with it, I would have chosen that type of life where I grew up in a family that was very orthodox. They put me through an orthodox Christian school. And so it taught me how to look at literature and those types of things. Um in a way that I have come to appreciate. And so I will say that when it comes to when I reference the Bible, the biggest component for me was understanding that a lot of it is allegorical and a lot of it is um, talks about metaphysical, um, but I don't subscribe to it the way that I used to, definitely not until I quote unquote the white man's religion. So I say all of that to say that I'm sitting here and literally just like right before I came on here, this thought came to me. Um, Tell me this is not petty, right? There's a verse in the Bible that says, I will prepare a table before you in the presence of my enemy. If that doesn't sound petty to you, boo, oh, that is petty in the presence of your enemies. Listen, when you compare that to there's a, a quote that says, um, I heard it from another uh, tarot reader and I love it and I can see that for my life and especially in these moments, the things that I'm going through, there is a little bit of jealousy, you know, surfacing and rearing its its ugly little head. But she said, um, their karma is to watch you shine. And I actually did a podcast on this one. It was a while back and I was playing the song um, Rihanna with Rihanna, Shine Bright Like a Diamond. And so when she said, you know, their karma is to watch you shine, the song um, Shine Bright Like a Diamond came to my mind. And I'm like, 
So I'm going to shine so bright when I tell you, I've made comments sometimes where I've said like, when I tell you I'm going to stunt, I'm going to stunt so hard in people's face, like unapologetically, right? Unapologetically. And some people can kind of feel that some kind of way about it as we explore what it means to be divine feminine. I've also, you know, it it depends because I still have you know, family that are into Christian stuff. So I have fun with them, but um, they will kind of say things like, well, you can't be, you know, um, petty or have revenge or avenge or have wrath. And I'm like, have you not read the book of Revelation? There's a reason they didn't put that book in, you know, when they were distributing it to quote unquote black people or to the other parts of the you know diaspora right there's a reason that they put revelation in there because it's like what we've been sold is you know that you can just run up on me and i'm not gonna completely annihilate you are you kidding me um i'm probably gonna try to think of other petty instances just because maybe that's the wave i'm in right now but yes your oracle can be petty absolutely so you know, a lot of you, if you're kind of like me, you, the table is going to be set in the presence of your enemies. And that means they're going to be jealous and they're going to be feeling some kind of way and they're going to be in their feelings. Don't turn away your blessing. Don't feel guilty for your blessing. A lot of you have put in the hard work for it. And yes, there's some divine favor and grace that comes with it. I, you know, part of the reason I don't want to come on here and address it, but I feel like this is the best way for me to address it is it's coded. If, if I'm going to be semi-transparent, it's, it's family. And the funny thing is, for those of you who have been with me, you know, I'm coming out of some of the deepest, darkest shadows, um, a year of depression, deep, dark, debilitating depression and at a low point. But it was kind of funny to see people still trying to stunt on me. And the first time it happened, like, because... I won't go into all of it, but I started to see the signs and we're not in each other's circles, but when they come around, they see, and they, it just, it triggers their soul. Like, and I was sitting there, I'm like, wow, but, but it's been a lifetime pattern. It's like, this person doesn't even know I'm like at a dark point right now. Like I'm just going through it and they're really trying to come to the table stunting. But like I said, I was going through so much at that time that it was like I saw it, but I just went back into my dark night of the soul type of thing. So here comes this weekend. When I tell you, you guys could probably tell, I'm just happy twirling around. Um, We are dealing with some stuff with my family. They're um, in real estate. And um, this was unique, too, because I learned to sit back in my femininity. I am the only girl sibling and so when I tell you if I have wrath my brothers have w-r-a-t-h wrath like so when I tell you things are being handled things are being handled and plus you know you start to learn different things like having the lawyers and contract law and you know, who to partner with and what does helping people mean? You know, um, you know, you start to see what it looks like, the type of, the type of, because, you know, there's also the phrase that says, um, biting the hand that feeds you. And a lot of you, you know, including myself, but, and this is so just coming to me, right? So I'm just going to deal with it. 
biting the hand that feeds you, you have to think about it. There are people, and we do this in relationships, right? And business transactions. Sometimes we're the person trying to feed the dog, but a lot of us need to maybe take into account, there's dogs that will bite you. If it's a pit bull, the odds are you're going to pull back some nubs. You know what I'm saying? So that's just like, let's think about that for a little bit. A lot of this, especially the Christian mindset, you know, it's kind of like you want to help just any and everybody. You just want to plant your seeds any and everywhere. You're not paying attention to if it's fertile ground or if there's rocks or if it's just, you know, place that has weeds. You're not paying attention to the pH balance. And you're out here, like it's the other phrase is throwing your, your pearl to the swines. It's just like, baby, come on. And so there's certain dogs like if it's a little you know now me and chihuahuas i'm gonna tell you guys let's have some fun right let's just baby baby oracle is gonna share a story with you i used to doordash right it just got me from a to b i I took that money and i invested it that's part of what i'm sitting on i i had money coming in but it was like if if i'm gonna be honest the pandemic happened and i and i wanted to just get out i love driving I will never do it again. I wouldn't recommend it for Divine Feminine. I, you know, I've seen some things when it comes to safety that I was just like, let me drop this food off and get the hell out of here. And I hope I never come back to this neighborhood again. Like, bruh, one of the last days, I'm a tall girl, right? But I did, I would dress up to go for my door dashes. I would, I would be smelling good, you know, going in and going out, dropping off the stuff. So... One of the last, um, it was the last, uh, I, I gave myself eight hour shifts. So it was the last one for the day and the sun was starting to set and, you know, did the U-turn, came, parked my car, got out the car and I'm walking with the bag of food to the door and I hear, Woof! now we're talking about dogs, right? And I have a fur baby of my own, but I have learned to identify like if it's a big woo, or you know, you can just kind of tell. But it was and so it was it was a little dog. So I'm like, here we go. I'm taking inventory of my surroundings, and I'm like, okay, there's a dog on the premises. It's open territory, okay, but it could be. And so no sooner had I set foot to go put the thing on the, cause they, they give you instructions like where to put the bag. So I'm looking for the table and I hear this fierce little feisty chihuahua. And I've always like some of my friends that are short. Well, most people are going to be shorter than me, but I have, if I'm the tall, I'm the tall friend. I have friends that are short, short, like five, five, five feet, five, four. And if like when we would play around, I'd be like, you're just being an ankle biter. Like you're just, you know, when, when, cause short people do, they do tend to get a little bit more angry and feisty, but, um, it's kind of funny. Cause you really could take a tall person down. Cause you just go for their vulnerable spot, their ankles. So I'm like, this thing is going to go for my ankles. I'm going to be tap dancing out here. Like, so when I tell you, oh my God, you want to see a tall person run from a chihuahua? Oh my God. But so we're talking about you. It's it's that same idea. Like there's people who have gotten their arms, you know, bitten by tigers. 
right? And so at that point, it just kind of shows that people really aren't taking inventory of what they're doing with themselves in relation to other people and other things, you know? I would hope that most of us we would know that if it's a tiger and it's in a cage, we probably shouldn't be trying to pet it. And we probably shouldn't be trying to put our fingers through the um, thing. We probably shouldn't be, yeah. Just because it walks up to you and it's blinking its little eyelashes and trying to smell you, it's not enticed and appealed to you compared to everybody else. Like, so same thing when you talk about the dog imagery too. I'm trying to think of other dogs, but like pit bulls. Like I, I used to want to have a pit bull. I might maybe in the future a little chunky, pudgy wudgy pit bull type that's like Lulu. I want to name her Lulu, and she's just gonna be so chunky and chubby and like running over to me like with her little legs and stuff. Um, what's another like vicious dog? But you, you know, you start to learn, like, if they're kind of um, agitated or you start to hear them growl, there's symptoms, there's signs, you know, of we've always looked at it through the lens of a, um, biting the hand that feeds you is, is something wrong with the dog. No, there's also something to be said about the person that's just going to give, you know, meat or hand something to a dog or something like that, like, and so then that's where you get into these situations where people try to take advantage of you, which is in a, in a sense a form of jealousy, right? They think that because you have things that they should have access to those things or that they can do a come up on you. I will say this is, is to me, you know, if, if you follow me and you're starting to kind of get a little bit pissed off about the things I say about Christians, my experiences, I think part of the whole religion as a whole and its role in slavery just really was repulsive to me. But, and I think that even after that, I kind of still lurked the parameters a little bit, but then you start to observe the behaviors of the people within it. And, and it's things like, how can you be, consider yourself to be a Christian, but try to take advantage of elderly people? And I say elderly, cause listen, my brothers will come at your jugular right um the lawyers are going to drag you for everything but you have to have an i you know good cop bad cop and i do understand my role as a feminine it's kind of hard but i've seen people do it and i do leverage it i don't have a problem with it but i'm going to be like i'm going to do the sob story there's a reason that women can cry and get away with so much more and or turn you know play that element when it comes to business transactions and certain scenarios and i've used it in major situations so if let me have to go in front of a judge or try to tell anybody the story you're taking advantage of my elderly parents you better believe and they are they're they're retired but when i tell you they're they're the cutest couple I've ever seen, like just the dynamic between the two of them. Um, and right now my mom is, they they went and bought, I'm, I went to the living room and I see this whole um, like boxes of like cookies. They're like scones, blueberry scones. And somebody had given them to my mom and she thought it tasted good. So, but, but, but so I'm seeing all the cookies and I'm like, mom, how come you have all these cookies in the living room? 
and she's like oh my goodness do you want some um you can get a box she's like i'm giving them away and i'm like what do you mean i'm giving them away she's like yeah we saw them and they tasted so good and we want to give them to everybody when i tell you it's like 15 20 boxes of <laughs> oh my goodness they're so cute though like and they be like, we will bring it to you. We'll bring it over. Blah, blah, blah. Do you want it? And oh, girl. But anyways. <clears throat> but yeah, so, res, you know, jealousy does have a way of, of rearing its head. You know, I don't. I will say that um, maybe in future oracles, I could try to address it a little bit more. Because one of the things I take pride in is I don't want to be just every day, you know, reader where I'm giving you the fluffy stuff like one of the things that I would close out before would say is um I'm your black light because black light illuminates the invisible and so how do we deal with those things below the surface I think part of it is when I started to see other people addressing it is I think that I don't have a, a good pulse of how to deal with it. I think that if you're kind of like me in the divine tribe, we go through things. Um, I also do think that this is a good time also for me to kind of see how other people deal with it, how they handle it. Um, that's part of the growth process and that's what makes us wise. I think it also gives us insight on how to move. I think that it's, um, when I've dealt with it and mostly with, you know, it, you, you can get it from all, smoke from all sides right i think that when you're a divine person um sometimes it makes you visible you know the blessings come visible you've put in the hard work sometimes because you're the trailblazer you're out on the front line and um different things aggravate people's soul um but um when, when i think about how it's affected me with other women and when I talk about stunting, like I kind of know how to play it and I'm being cautious as I'm going towards a point when, when I tell you like this person who's competing with me, it's so funny because when I get that Rolex and the Bentley and the, it's, they're going <laughs> to, I live for it. Like I take my vitamins sometimes and I'm like, I'm going to make sure I live long enough and keep myself, you know, out of situations where I'm going to be exposed to Blackistan and this type of thing, because I want to live for the day when I tell you I want them to eat their heart out. But it's kind of funny because I don't think they'll be able to keep up, And but it is what it is, right? When I talk about prepare the table before you in the presence of my enemies, <laughs> the preparation is being set right now. And all you saw was the table and the tablecloth, and you thought that you could keep up. <laughs> start to bring the food out start to bring the um different items out bring the gourmet food out bring the um 11 course meal out bring the drinks and the champagne and the wine out and let that scent start to waft down to your nostrils downhill okay enemy like and it's i'm talking about family but it's in the sense that you know it just talks to there's people that are you know, if, if someone's not for you, then they're against you, right? And it's so funny because let's, when we when we play with that analogy a little bit more, you know, it's a table. If there's always room at the table, and I think that, you know, 
I try to invite as many of the people that I love. When I tell you I have told all of my family and all of my friends, the ones that I love and care about, about my investment tools and what I'm in. And it's kind of like we can, I'm being vulnerable. It's one of those things I think that I'm starting to see how when you deal with people who also, we're talking about jealousy too, right? Um, Some of my favorite content creators are rising to new heights and new pinnacles. Now, Tasha K is not one of them, but um, I'm seeing that it's one of those things where, from what I understand, she started out in the bathroom with a camera and now she's this you know, known for getting the news to you and, and she creates an experience that people enjoy and there's something unique and special about her. And so the, the things that got you to A is not what's going to get you to B. And when you go to new levels, you get new devils. And so when you start to see, like, I actually had to unsubscribe from people that I used to follow because when I saw them going for her and kind of celebrating in her demise I just I was like I can't get down with that energy I can't because you know I I can kind of identify with the process that she's had to go through and so you start to notice that people act differently towards you and it becomes crabs in a in a, a bucket type of a thing where they want to pull you down and they think it's funny when they grab your leg and put yank you back down and remind you that who do you think you are and where do you think you're going and you think you're better than us and you thought that you you know it just is it really is that real so I have come to understand like even in my circles um this is like my second time rising to to affluence right but the first time around you better believe I had a designer this and that and the hair done and massages and, you know, just starting to get a little bit of the taste of opulence. And I would notice like I would get the comments or the looks or the little snide remarks and that type of thing. So it's not necessarily the best. You know, we can deal with it if, if you're kind of new to it or if you are advanced with it, then kudos to you. But I, I wouldn't say I downplayed the stuff, but I would just learn how to present better that was more appropriate, you know. And so moving forward, it's like, if I know I'm going to go to my parents' house um, and my brother's supposed to be there because we have a family transaction to do, then you better believe I'm going to wear the bust-down Rolex and, um, well, the car, probably they're going to know about the car type of thing because, right, or just, um, <laughs> it's going to be, I'm going to have fun with it. But, you know, am I going to wear the Rolex any and everywhere? No. Only when I feel it's in a safe environment with other people who have things, you know, right? This is why we can't have nice things. But you start to take inventory of your your um, environment and you start to surround yourself with other people. Like, I already know I'm going to have to not necessarily upgrade and leave my friends behind, but it's kind of like there's going to be people who can travel with me that have nice things and can keep up that way um, and understand different things. I actually have a good friend. um, I met her. She used to be one of my tenants, actually, but I learned a lot of things from her, but she is used to like a more luxury lifestyle. I'm thinking I'm going to 
if I had to at some point, not now, right? I already kind of know how things are going to pan out over the next couple of months, 36 months. And so I would just fly her out and just like, girl, teach me everything. Like there are certain things you have to learn when you're around certain people. And um, one of the things I was going to talk about and I'll probably do a separate podcast about this, is I've noticed that we're going to probably have to talk about what online divine etiquette means because um, I I actually did pull back a nub last week. I am licking my wounds a little bit, but I'm proud of myself in the sense that at least it's kind of like I might have lost my, my, you know, one of my my fingers or something. But, um, but... Uh, it, I think that it's an art form. Um, online etiquette, YouTube etiquette. So there's live forums and open forums. And it also speaks to, you know, when I talk about that frame that I, I know that there are upper, um, there are societal um, laws um, that you have to follow in codes. And um, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you, like, trust me on this, like, you can't take your Nordstrom shopping self and go into some of these higher level boutiques and or places and <laughs> have that same behavior. I'm not even playing you when I say that, but, um, part of being a wise, elegant, classy um, divine feminine is knowing how to read a room, right? Knowing how to read people, knowing what's appropriate. And some of it also has to do with like, when you have those friends, like I was listening to this one other, um, lady, I think it's, um, universal guru, but she's a multimillionaire and she has friends that are not, and you learn to respect their boundaries. And you, when you're around them, you're not going to dress the gaudiest. You're going to dress up. You're going to still look nice. You're going to have your nice things, but you learn, you know, not to always bring up money or to have those type of conversations because that's not the right crowd. And so you learn to appreciate, you know, the, the camaraderie and the friendship and the girly talk, right? That's a part of class. That's a part of elegance. Um, and when you go into certain situations, you need to learn how to read people, you know, how to read a room. Are people happy? Are they sad? Are they receiving you coming into the space? You know, because there's codes, you start to notice who is hanging out together and the things that they're saying. And so what I noticed with online etiquette is sometimes because the chats are open, um, I have made a comment, but it it really was truly my opinion. I still think it was truth to it, but I could tell I aggravated some people and I have been there for a while, but I was like, Ooh, Oh, okay. But because it was kind of like a, um, learning environment, it taught me like, you know what, this is part of resting my femininity. I can just sit and listen you know, for an hour, two hours and, and learn and agree or disagree. And I don't always have to put my comments out there and I don't always have to expose myself. But I think that when you even go online to these panels, listen to what people are saying, just because it, just because you can get up on stage doesn't mean you should. It's the same thing. Like when you talk about guys, not every guy should be out here shooting his shot. (laughs) 
and the current level that they're at, right? And so reading the room is part of being a, a wise woman, a wise person. Um, and when you start to learn to read things, you can, you know, sometimes those things can cost you lots of money. You piss off the wrong person and that stuff can trigger back to you right? Or create a perception that it's going to take you a while to have to un unravel or correct or not even aware that you triggered that person, right? And that has a little bit to do with social intelligence. So this was a little bit of chit chat. I think at the end of the day, talking about social intelligence, understanding jealousy, um, understanding that is, is a real factor. Um, but don't be ashamed about it. You know, we're talking, I started off with petty oracle, but don't be ashamed about it. There are divine things that when it says, table be prepared before you in the presence of my enemies, is for you to enjoy. We've been talking about what it means for you to, um, you know, divine source wants to, to express appreciation for beauty and luxury through you. That was last week, Thursday's um, reading of how the science of getting rich, right? If you kind of have struggle with thoughts about, you know, the table being prepared before you in the presence of your enemies and wearing the coat of many colors and living the life of a queen like Esther. And I use those things again, allegorically, right? For you to understand conceptually what it means to be like a Cinderella or a queen, or a princess to be pampered and to, to have nice things, I would encourage you to listen to last Thursday's The Science of Getting Rich. And I think that in many ways that will also help you with understanding a little bit more how to deal with jealousy, right? So this was my attempt at dealing with it, but we can talk more about how to deal with that in the future. So I am your baby Oracle. Until the next podcast, peace.